as many listeners know, Pastor John, you have been writing a lot of new books these days, which has been great to see. It's also a little bit daunting to know what you've written and why you've written particular books. So today's question comes from a listener named Derek in Jackson, Mississippi. Pastor John, I just received in the mail a copy of your 13-volume collected works, and I'm blessed by your ministry, and I love having your books all together on my shelf. And then, of course, I recently purchased your two new books, A Peculiar Glory and Reading the Bible Supernaturally. I have a lot of reading to do, (laughs) but I would love to hear in a couple of paragraphs how these two new books add to your legacy. What are the main points you want readers to take from each of them. I'll go, Derek, one better. The two books he's referring to, A Peculiar Glory and Reading the Bible Supernaturally, are really the first two of three, a kind of trilogy. And I just finished writing the third, which, Lord willing, will be published in the spring of 2018. So let me try to give him the big picture of all three rather than just the first two that he asked about. So here I am, 71 years old. And when you're 71, in your eighth decade, that always sounds older. It's amazing when I think about it. You don't think about your future productivity the same way you did when you were 35. You're more keenly aware that you probably won't get to do all you would like to do. And uh, the time that remains is unknown. It always is unknown, but it feels especially unknown when you're in your eighth decade and you realize you have to make some critical choices and leave out some things, leave some things undone that you might have chosen to do if you could live forever. And as I've pondered now my life and what I have done so far and what I would like to do, nothing has seemed more important to me than to focus on the authority and the meaning and the heralding of the Word of God, the Bible. And so that's what these three books are about, those three words, authority, meaning, and heralding. But before I give, in a nutshell, what what they are, let me say why the Bible seems so crucial to me at this juncture in life. Everything I've created, I'm thinking mainly of the things that I've written, is either based on the Bible, or built on sand. I don't expect any of John Piper's ideas to survive me or be useful when I'm gone if they are not faithful extensions of the meaning of God's Word into life. My authority is zero. God's authority is everything. Whatever I have said that accords with his truth, shares in his authority. And it might be useful when I'm gone. I suppose that's why there's a collected work. Somebody thinks so. That's the first reason for wanting to focus on the Bible in this last chapter of my life, namely to show why I have written the way I have written, basing everything on the Scripture and trying to show that it is based on the Scripture. The second reason for this focus is that I realize that the Scriptures are inexhaustible, and there's so much more to see in them than I've been able to draw out or than anybody's been able to draw out. So I desperately don't want people to substitute my books 
or my insights for their own inquiry into the scriptures. I really believe this. There is so much more divine light and truth ready to break forth from God's word than I have seen or others have seen up until now. Therefore, encouraging people to press on with a life devoted to scripture is vastly more important than hoping that they'll press on with what I've written. So that's the second reason. Here's the third one for this focus on the, on the Bible here in the last chapter of my life. Generations to come until Jesus returns are going to face new crises, new challenges, new issues that I have not faced and others have not faced. And therefore, if people depend on what I've written or what others have written, they're going to be swept away when the challenges come that we never addressed. But I have total confidence in the Bible for meeting those future challenges. My confidence for the future of the church and for the future of young pastors, for example, or Christians in general, is not that they read 20 years from now what I have written. That's not my confidence. It is the inspired Word of God that equips people for every good work, 2 Timothy 3.17. And I think in that text, every good work means that the Bible will be completely sufficient for every new challenge that the church faces until the trumpet sounds and Jesus Christ appears in the clouds. The Bible will be sufficient, not the writings of John Piper. So those are the reasons (laughs) that I have put huge focus on the Bible in the last three years of my life. The, The three questions that have driven me in these three books are, one, do we have a word from God that is true, reliable, authoritative, able to meet all our needs for living a life pleasing to God and good for people and saving our souls? And so I wrote the first book, A Peculiar Glory, to give my answer to that question. And my answer is yes. And I tried to show that you don't need a formal theological training in order to discern with complete confidence that the Bible is the very Word of God. And the answer has to do with, as the title says, the revelation of the glory of God in Scripture. The second book is built on the first and asks the question, um, if the Bible shows itself to be completely true and reliable and authoritative, a word from God, by virtue of the revelation of the glory of God through it, how then is a person to go about reading this book so as to find God's intended meaning? And the the essence of the answer, the essence of the book, is to show the, the paradoxical intersection of the supernatural dimension of reading and the natural dimension of reading, relying upon the Holy Spirit utterly and relying on our ability to think and construe meaning and clauses and phrases and arguments. That's a kind of paradox that the the book deals with. And then the third book that I just finished uh, raises this question. If the Bible is true and authoritative, and if you can get meaning from it by reading in a natural, supernatural way— How then is it to be heralded, proclaimed, preached toward the ultimate goal 
of the universe, namely white-hot worship of God's people now and forever. So it's a book on preaching and my proposed title, and I don't know what the title will be. My proposed title right now is Expository Exaltation, Text, Reality, and Worship in Preaching Christian Scripture. And I would I would just say one more thing to Derek, and uh, if this sounds like uh, these are only for pastors or preachers, that would be a mistake. I hope that he and others will find them useful, uh, because everybody should be asking these three questions. Can I trust the Bible, book one? How should I go about reading it to get God's meaning, book two? And what should I expect? from my church and my pastors when they proclaim this book to me, book three. So my prayer is that when I'm long gone, these three books will not so much preserve John Piper's insights from Scripture, though they are some of that, but rather will equip the church to trust the Bible, find their meaning and insight from it, and herald the Scriptures for generations to come. Man, that's one of our highest priorities at DG, making sure Bible readers have the tools and the equipment necessary to make biblical discoveries of God's glory all by themselves. Thank you for writing these books, Pastor John, and thank you for your heart to equip a new generation of leaders and preachers to come after you. It's so cool to see. Well, this is my chance to let you know that you can subscribe to our audio feeds and search our episode archive and even reach us by email with a difficult question that you're facing in life. You can do all that through our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash John. Well, how can we sinners be spiritually dead and blind to the glory of God, and yet also culpable and guilty for not seeing and embracing the glory of God? How do those two facts come together? It's a question that comes out of Pastor John's recent book, A Peculiar Glory, and it's on the table on Wednesday. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast, and we'll see you then.